Blanco on the normal radio. Free weed. Free weed. Oh, yo. Danny Danko come to show you how it grows. You're now tuned in to Free Weed from Danny Danko on normal radio. Presented by High Times Magazine. See me, I say, boom, bang. Big respect. See me, I say, Danny Danko. All right, everybody, thank you so much to Winstrong and DJ Jacques. Check them out on SoundCloud for that wonderful tune, Free Weed. And this is episode 37. Am I right? You are correct. 37 episodes of this show. Awesome. Yeah. Each one a microcosm of genius Mm -hmm. cannabis knowledge. That's right. Or so we would hope. Just gem after gem (laughs) after gem. And Dan, uh, we are just back. We are. The first ever U.S. Cannabis Cup in Denver. Yeah, it was huge. Our third time there for a cup. uh, And the first one that we did, uh, U.S. Flowers and U.S. Hash. We're going to get into that. We're going to do a whole recap of the Denver Cannabis Cup. Uh, We're going to talk about growing. We're going to talk to one of the winners, um, Aaron Justice from Buds and Roses in Los Angeles, who... Uh, won first and second place with our uh, our old buddy Kyle Cushman and Tyler and uh, the whole Buds and Roses crew. Um, so we'll be talking with him about that. Um, they took a number of awards for their veganic uh, Girl Scout cookies and their veganic uh, strawberry cough and stuff. So we'll chat about that. We've got some uh, a giveaway. Um, we do. It's a very exciting giveaway. It's yeah. the uh, Cheech and Chong animated movie. So yes. we're going to give you details on that later on in the episode. So stay tuned. Absolutely. And yeah, we're just going to uh, then we'll do our cultivation, our strain of the week, our, our tip of the week or tip of the fortnight. And <laughs> maybe we'll take some questions and answers from from some readers. Mm hmm. I and think we'll we wrap it up will. with Raw. We're going to wrap it up with Raw at the end, yes. <laughs> we should also mention, uh, I am Mike Hughes, that is Danny Danko, and yes. this is Free Weed. Thank From you for listening. Danny Danko. Oh, for- right. I forgot. I I'm always sorry. forget that part. I High just Times it- presents Free Weed. From Danny Danko. Yeah. I cut, featuring Mike I Hughes. I cut the From Danny Danko. I just call it Free Weed. <laughs> it's easier. Yeah. That, that works. Yeah. Free Weed. I gave out a bunch of stickers in Denver. We'll talk about that in the recap, and we'll be back with all of that shortly. Stick around. All right, welcome back, and uh, wow, let's talk about this Denver Cup because this was God. absolutely epic. Yeah, um, a large congregation of uh, cannabis enthusiasts, I would call I it. I would say that's accurate. It's interesting because we, you know, just to give you a little perspective, this was our third event in Denver, and each time we've been at the same venue, uh, Exto Event Centers, mm-hmm. right in Denver. It's a great place. The thing is, first year we did about three thousand people. Second year, about 5,000. This year, what, 17,000 people? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're counting the vendors and, and, and the out-of-towners and the comp listers and the VIPs and the press list and the uh, panelists and all of that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it adds up to close to 20,000 people Insanity. that we had. Um, you know, obviously, they expanded their grounds, but it's ju- it was just impossible for us to to really manage that type of a crowd. Um, 
Well, and as I've heard you mention before, it was sort of this perfect storm of, right. uh, you know. 420, it right. fell on a 420. There was that whole thing going on at Red Rocks. Uh, Amendment 64 passed mm-hmm. just in November, and this is the first 420 in a legal state. And right. it just all People came from out. all around and centrally located. So people right. were there. For, I mean, I met people from all over the Midwest. I mean, all over the world, really. But um, a, a large contingent of people came from states that don't have any kind of uh, – positive marijuana laws at all and hopefully they'll go home with uh with the understanding that um we can't all just meet up in the same place all the time we have to bring those uh that type of event and that type of uh feeling back home and change the laws you know in those other states that need changing and that's part of what these events do you know um all in all the people i met that were inside had a blast people i met who even waited in the long lines but you know, managed to make their way in. They had a, a blast. The vendors, you know, all seemed to do really well. Um, yeah, well, as as with anything, there are going to be growing pains. And when sure. suddenly you have a U.S. cannabis cup, which has never been done before, uh, there are going to be issues. I think considering right. it went pretty smoothly. Absolutely. And we also, you know, we had uh, vendors from overseas, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. Milo, Big Buddha, Big Buddha came yeah, over. Former... Uh, formerly on the show before and yeah he was there he was just amazed to see this happening in America um, gave out a ton of his uh, gift bags and yeah it, it was really cool to just uh, see that happen in the US I can remember you know my first cannabis cup in Amsterdam just dreaming of a day when when we wouldn't have to travel overseas to experience that kind of feeling and so that was really nice and um, yeah, I guess we should get into the winners as well, right? Yeah, like, like, Since it was uh, people are listening to this and it's blah 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 blah. Let's talk <laughs> about some pot here. Uh, you know, first ever U.S. Cannabis Cup. I know you judged U.S. Flowers, which was a brand right. new category I for us. I saw that category for so, us as well. Yeah. I, I think we ought to do that one last because that is the epic epic category. So let's start just with the. Um, do you want to do best booth and product, or should we just get uh, right we should to mention the... the winners? I okay. mean, uh, right. you know, incredible hometown heroes. They won best booth. And best product for the incredible Vulcan. Um, best glass, pure glass one. Um, I think that's too straight for them. They won in L.A. as yeah. well, so good for them. Um, CBD awards for concentrates. We have uh, R4 Stable CBD Oil by Greenworks Denver. Um, for flowers, it was R4 Sativa Strain by Greenworks Denver. And for edibles, Active CBD Oil by Natural Mystic Cannabis Caregiver, LLC. So, and I'm pretty sure that last one is the one that came in the uh, the syringe-looking okay. application, and then, yeah, that just was a CBD winner. So well, you know, this stuff. was still a medical cannabis cup as well, and CBD is very, very important um, for medical patients, and having it, you know, active CBD oil in a syringe like that that you can ingest is actually uh, incredibly helpful for many, many people uh, young and old. And mind you, he said ingest, not inject. So, yes, ingest. Right. It's not, there's no needle there. There's, it's just, uh, it's for eating. That's right. So <laughs> let's move on to medible, um, medible, Medibles? medical edibles. Um, <laughs> did you get a chance to, to try any you of know, these? You know, I'm not a big uh, edible guy. I, before I got on the plane, I had one in the... Uh, um, in the airport. In the airport, yeah. yeah. I had one of the, the gummy bears. <laughs> Oh, those are good. Yeah, yeah. So and that, that was that actually... fantastic. Shout out to Sweetstone and 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 Claude from them, and yeah, they, that was uh, that made for quite an, uh, uh, a fun experience. On yeah, it probably helps <laughs> flying the home. plane ride. Yeah, probably makes you wish it was more than just four hours. It's a pretty short <laughs> ride to Denver, but right, right. It, but that was nice. Um, so third, third place, place yeah, go ahead. Walnut Joy by Good Chemistry, 
Uh, second place was Peanut Butter Buddha by Incredibles, not to be confused with Incredible. And uh, one first place was Bang Ice Peppermint Chocolate Bar by The Healing Leaf, LLC. So shout out to them. That's, I feel like uh, Bang just kills it every time. It's a really great product. Uh, what, they, what they've what they done is not only create you know, a really good product with the you know great thc content and all of that but the packaging the packaging. consistency mm-hmm. of it all it's just it's top notch professional hard, hard to beat that yeah absolutely professional products by them all the time um so let's, let's go to the category that you usually judge which is best sativa uh, medical sativa uh third place was the stardog guav g uh, the... guava stardog guava. Star guava i think that's a misprint there okay yeah stardog guava by the clinic Colfax, that's a strain we we know well here, um, back in New York. Um, two, Durban Poison by Choice Organics, which is always great when like a old school strain comes and and takes a uh, a place in a category that's typically reserved for newer strains. But we've seen that happen a couple times, which is pretty cool. Uh, and number one, Tangi by the Clinic Colorado. Shouts to. DNA, Reserva Pravada, and all the homies because, uh, yeah, the Tangi, you're going to hear that name again a few times because... Yeah, that that particular strain was grown out by the clinic, but what Dan is referring to are the guys who actually, you know, came up with that, right? Right, right. And, I mean, it was in hash. It was in everywhere. So um, shout out to Tangi by the clinic. So did you try those sativas? What was your favorite? I did, and I really did like that Tangi. Um, Nice, yeah. Yeah, that's a... You know, I mean, it's one of a kind. It's got that really citrus, you know, limonene kind of uh, terpene profile. Very, very citrusy. Very, uh, very much like tangerines and like, um, you know, with that sweet tartness. I really like that. And then the sativa high on the tangy is really fantastic, um, whether it be hash or flowers. So um, quite a great strain. All right, cool. So let's let's jump over to Indicas. Medical oh, Indicas. Good Indicas this time. What, what was uh, mm-hmm. third place? Third place, Banana Kush by Mile High Green Cross. Um, shout out to them. That was a, a great strain. Uh, second place, Larry OG by MMJ America. We actually uh, got to do some some work with them, and uh, the Larry OG was, was quite, quite fantastic. And first was the Skywalker 600 by The Greenest Green. So... Awesome. Um, Skywalker 600. What's up with that? I've, I've not heard of this. That I don't know. I mean, I know the Skywalker OG. Right. Um, I'll have to ask our friends at Greenish Green mm. about that. But, uh, yeah, it was nice to see them them win a cup. They've they've been, uh, you know, definitely at the forefront of, uh, of growing for connoisseurs in Colorado. So that was really great. Absolutely. All right. So let's go to hybrids. Yes. Medical hybrids. Um, third place. The Ghost OG Kush by The Clinic. God, how good did The Clinic do in this yeah. cup? I mean, they cleaned up. Yeah, they did really great. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the the proof is in the pudding. Um, the Ghost OG Kush is, is a fantastic strain. And, you know, I, I mentioned this a lot on the show, but it's, it's how it's grown that's important as well. I mean, a lot of times you've got the same strains or very similar strains competing against each other. And, therefore, you know, the odor is going to be similar. The flavor is going to be similar. But the burnability is what's important, and and you know yeah, you're clinic, you're a fan of saying that you're judging the grower in certain points right, in the process, right? Yeah. And I mean you are, and that and that's ultimately the same strain grown by two different growers can be quite different, and 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 the place where they can be most different is how they're fed, whether they're overfed or underfed. 
um, how it burns, what, how it's flushed, and how it's cured. I think we go over that a lot on the show, but it's really the biggest mistake most growers make. So shout to the clinic for doing it right. <laughs> All right. Number two, second place was Cinderella 99 times the white by Natural Remedies. Um, also great. And we should also mention that these strains were up against um, typically right around 40 other strains. So anything that rose yep. into the top three really, really had to be good. So shout out to Natural Remedies for uh, fantastic Cindy 99 crossed with the white. Uh, and first place, R18 by Denver Relief. So um, I was not in this category. I did not even get to try that R18, but uh, I heard very good things from the judges. And another time where uh, it just rose to the top and you know, then everyone else is kind of battling for second and third. Um, that's how it tends to be a lot. So um, congrats, yeah. congrats to Denver Relief for the best medical hybrid. And so let's uh, let's get out of the flowers for a sec and go into the hash. hash. We'll, we'll do a non-solvent hash first. All so, right, um, yeah. non-solvent hash meaning no butane, no hexane, no uh, no solvent basically. Um, water hash, bubble hash, uh, dry sieve, that kind of thing. So third place, uh, presidential ice wax by the Green Solution. Um, anything that placed in this category was fantastic. I got to do a few uh, little dabbers of, uh, of all of these winners, and they were, they were really good. Um, second place, D-Star Solventless Wax by Botica del Sol. Um, congrats to them. That was great. And first place goes to the homie, Nicotee Flow G Solventless Wax by Essential Extracts. Um, yet more proof that uh, um, our one-time free weed guest and and uh friend uh, nick actually does know what he's doing when he's making these uh solventless waxes and it is pretty amazing how he has just absolutely cornered the market on solventless hash i mean he just kills it yeah everything well, he does you know he does it right and, yeah. and he talked about the process here on the show a lot of it has to do with um keeping everything really cold using very good material and drying it out properly. And he also does the uh, the dab panels when we do dab these panels, cups. Yeah. Our, our uh, colleague uh, Bobby Black had him on the panel. Yeah, and he's very level-headed. He's not going against BHO. He, you know, it, it's not a battle between one or the other. He just finds this to be uh, a better product and or cleaner product. And and you know, I, I tend to agree. I, I really do love the non-solventless. I mean, the solventless hashes. Um, I prefer them to anything that's been made with butane or CO2 or hexane or any of that stuff. So yeah, he stands by it and he does it better than just about anybody else. So those, those and, it tests, the, and it tests high at the labs too. So it sure it's does. not like it's right just, in the 60 you know. to 70% range. That's so pretty good. So mm -hmm. those are the non-solvent hashes. Let's, let's go to the concentrates. Okay. This, everybody wants the, to know these, yeah. uh, third place, uh, pre O three Kobe by stay concentrated. Um, now, is that a, a Kobe Hash. Bryant reference or the Kobe <laughs> beef reference? What, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to contact them and find out. If anybody out, knows, write in. Let us know. The pre-03 Kobe. The pre, like Kobe before 2003 or <laughs> like some, you know, aged Kobe beef. I'm curious. So let us know. But that was third. Yeah. Second place, Lemon G13 Shatter by Gaia Plant-Based Medicine and TC Labs. So, um, yeah, shout out to Gaia. They did a great job with the Lemon G13 Shatter. That was, uh, that was fantastic. And the first place... Gucci Earwax by Mahatma Extreme Concentrates and Carmaceuticals. So, uh, not my favorite name for, for right. a hash compound, right. Earwax, 
But but did you try that one? I did try it, and, and how, it was, how was fantastic. That? And a lot of this one, I think, really had to do with the cleanness of it and just the clarity of the high. It was very, um, you know, it was like a bell being rung in your head. I don't know if you can picture that. It's like a bell being rung in your head. Yeah, and, and it makes the back of your head sweat, not just your forehead, you know, or your hairline, but like actually like the hairs on the back of your head sweat. So uh, that happened. That's I'm what you're going for with that. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, okay, let's get to the two categories that were non-medical, just, you know, the first cannabis cups, and they were new cannabis cups made by Robin the Hammer with American flag inlay, um, just like the cups in in Amsterdam, but with a a USA kind of flavor to them. Yeah, before we do, I just want to throw this out there real quick. I just got this information. So that that Gucci earwax that Dan was just talking about that that made him sweat and lose a bit of his mind, that was (laughs) 72.5% THC. Yeah. So there you go. That's pretty potent. That is very potent. Uh, yeah. And actually, we should mention that there's a gallery online where people can look at all of these strains shot by Rye Pritchard, um, who we mentioned earlier, great um, photographer. And you can look at the strains. You can see, uh, at least for the top three, you can see the percentages of THC. And, uh, you know, you can see yeah, you the just, stuff. You, you read my mind. Uh, so there's a winner's gallery on the site right now. Every single strain that we mentioned and will continue to mention here is listed there. And uh, it has the THC percentage, the CBD percentage. It's all right there. They're great shots, so check that out. Yes, and moving. You can listen along and check that out. <laughs> yeah, you can see it while we're talking about it if you want. Yeah. Uh, let's do U.S. mixed hash. Absolutely. Um, so this is, a, as Dan mentioned, the first time we've done this, a U.S. hash and a U.S. flowers. And it could be anything, right? It could be yeah. solvent or solventless. Yeah. As a matter of fact, third place in U.S. mixed hash went to Lemon OG Solventless Hash by Buds and Roses LA and Banff Extractions. Um, so shout out to them. I love these collaborations that people are doing where um, great buds are getting to great hash makers and incredible... Uh, incredible products are being created by people who understand chemistry and what they're doing. And that um, place did a 58.74% THC. Wow. Lemon OG. It, it, you and gotta, that's solventless, so that's right. pretty impressive. Absolutely. Um, second was Lemon Amnesia Shatter by Archive Seed Bank and Terp X. Um, same kind of thing. You know, you something about the hashes, people really love the, the, the terpene uh, profile that gives them that citrus the lemon lemon og you know this tangy that it's all it all seems to be very based in flavor of citrus so now why do you think that is for um like the hashes as opposed to the flowers well i feel like i feel like you know obviously with anything that, that's going to test in the 70 you know percent thc level it's going to get you high it's going to have its effect then moving on from that you're really talking about the flavor um, the longevity of the high is important, but the, the, the flavor of it, how well it, it uh, evaporates off the nail, off a heated nail, um, does it leave behind a residue, that kind of stuff uh, falls into play. And, you know, people are stepping up their game. They're making really incredible, uh, incredible hashes with all kinds of different uh, techniques. So, uh, yeah, second place, that Lemon Amnesia Shatter by Archive and, and uh, Terpex. Uh, shout out to them for coming correct with a great great hash for that contest and then speaking of that citrus flavor right first place tangy shatter by reserva pravada 
shout out to Reserva Pravada, DNA Genetics, um, that whole crew of, of people is always um, good people, good friends, and and incredible hash. That Tangy Shatter really uh, really took the cake. So um, we said the word Tangy a bunch of different times here. Uh, might not be the last. Yeah. <laughs> if I can quote you from a previous episode, you fucks with the tan. I fucks with the tan. Right. All right. So <laughs> that was U.S. hash. It was the best hash that was either solventless mm-hmm. or uh, made with a solvent. Uh, so now let's go. <clears throat> excuse me. Let's go to the category that you judged. Yeah. Along with a couple of other uh, experts in yes. the field. Yes. U.S. flowers. First ever time we've done this. Mm-hmm. So third place. No uh, differentiation here between indicas and sativas or hybrids. It's right. We just, just lump any... them all together, and the best wins. Best right? weed on the table. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, third place. And how many how many were you working with? Forty. Forty in this yeah. category. Yeah. Okay. Which is yeah the, pretty much the limit of what you can do in in a week's time. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. It's it was pretty pretty tough. No one's gonna no one's gonna cry for me about it, but uh, <laughs> it, it does involve you know. Well, you, some you pretty take furious, it seriously. Yeah, you take it seriously. You take notes. You know, it's gonna you, be a process. You take notes. You put down you know numbers and and you you're furiously smoking through you know 40 strains in a week and then you got to go back and you know really figure out what your top 10 and then your top five and then your top three and then you're going to work with the other judges to figure out what you know uh what the real official one two and three is going to be right so so let's hear the fruits of your labor all that work (laughs) third place was kosher kush by dna genetics which uh you know i mean that's a perennial winner they they've won with that before and they'll probably continue to win with that again it's a really really um pungent very uh, nice tasting kush um, with flavor you know all the way down to the end of the joint that's something i should mention too it's like if you're testing with joints or, or bong hits you know the first one could taste good and then everything after that not so great and otherwise it's the joints you want to finish it's the bowls you want to finish um that are going to make the cut that has to do again with curing and, and flushing and all of that uh, and of course genetics um second place was a tie uh, between Veganic Strawberry Cough by Cushman Genetics uh, and the Chem Tange by Leconti's Clone Bar and Dispensary. So, um, you know, shout out to our, our friend and, and mentor, Kyle Cushman. He did great to uh, to get that cough into the second place. It, I know it tested very yeah, high. Yeah, I was about to say, it should be mentioned that the, the Veganic Strawberry Cough here that tied for second was one of the highest THC uh flowers that we had it tested at just under 24 percent thc awesome yeah that's cool i like seeing that because uh, that's a strain we we love here but what's cool about this i think is that it's not just about numbers it's not just about how much thc because the right. the strain that it tied with for second place tested at just 17 percent thc right. so but it had a flavor and a, and a exactly, terpene profile yeah. that people enjoyed and uh, you know people place you know a lot of emphasis on thc level there's so much else going on um, in in the realm of, of terpenes, cannabinoids, and uh, uh, flavonoids, and all of the things that you know, it's not really Is it flavonoids. Really, flavonoids. Is too. that right? Yeah. There's something called flavonoids. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, chem tang. The there's the tang again. You know, um, now uh, infused with the chem. So shout out to Lacanti's. Good job on that. And first place. Um, Veganic Girl Scout Cookies by Private Stock LA slash Buds and Roses, who uh, we're lucky to have on the show. And, you know, obviously took a, a good amount of uh, of awards 
And of course, just when we said it's not all about THC, this one tested at a whopping 25.14%. So, wow. Yeah. Everybody's talking about the Girl Scout cookies um, out west and even in Colorado. And this was just a perfect version of it. I mean, in this category, we looked at these, we looked at this as number one, and then everything else was, was you know, trying for second and third. Uh, just super frosty. You can see it if you go on the website and look at it. I mean, shining like a diamond, <laughs> as Rai Rai would say. This stuff really, uh, really stood out. Incredible flavor all the way down. Every time I smoked it, I, I, I couldn't be mad at anything about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So what's what's the first thing that hits you when you sparked up the, the Veganic Girl Scout cookies? Just really good flavor. Um, it burned great right from the beginning, you know, just evenly white ash. Um, I, you know, a lot of that probably has to do with it being grown veganically. Um, shout out to Tyler um, from Buns and Roses who actually grew that stuff out. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just fantastic. There's not, there's, there's nothing to complain about. Um, the, the potency was there, the flavor was there, the burnability was there, the aroma. Um, and I got to say that, I mean, this this doesn't amount to much, but the bag appeal is there. You could see that just by looking at the shot on the website. Yeah. It looks beautiful. Yeah, very shiny. And, I mean, we're looking at it with a loop. You know, I'm looking at it at 60 times and 100 times uh, strength, and I'm looking at uh, the actual trichome formation. Is it uh, premature? Is it uh, did, Was it pulled too late? You know, and everything about this was perfect. I mean, every trichome just stood up and, and glowed. And so, yeah, Veganic Girl Scout Cookies, Private Stock LA, Buds and Roses, shout out for winning the first U.S. Cannabis Cup for flowers ever. And, Very uh, cool, We'll yeah. get to talk about that a little bit later in the show as well. Let's talk a little bit about the music, too. I mean, we had some pretty great uh, music we had. Yeah, well, let me, let's just uh, wrap this up by saying congrats to all those yes. winners. You could check out that photo gallery online. I suggest you do. It's got all that information we discussed earlier. Also... Uh, we are slowly this week rolling out galleries of all of the entries. So um, every single entry that was entered into this cup will be online for you to peruse. That's edibles, hash, uh, flowers. It's all going to be there. So check that out, hightimes.com. we got a brand new site. By the way, last time we spoke, uh, we did not have a brand new site. We now do. So please do check out the the brand new hightimes.com. Yeah, with the new hightimes.com slash freeweed. That's right. Hopefully. It's yeah, no, there. it's there. It's there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so, yeah, so music-wise, music uh, I, I don't know if you guys are listeners to Jen's Music Stash, but we just put out episode eight and broke down the music pretty good on there. But um, it started all on Friday mm-hmm. with uh, Snoop Lion, right? Snoop Lion did a DJ set. We gave him a, uh, a Lifetime Achievement Award for the you know more than 20 years of, of work he's done to promote uh, cannabis freedoms. And yeah, he, he got that award. He he was, you know, DJing. It was great. Dead Prez opened up. I, I was very impressed with them. They're they're uh they're bigger than hip hop. <laughs> they're cool. And they yeah. were cool. They were they were great. And there's a there's a chance at least that they are going to be performing at the San Francisco Cup coming yeah. up in June. We'll I was see, actually we'll on the see. phone with them last night, so I'm hoping that that works out. Cool, yeah. They're um, always they're always down to support uh good causes and, and they're, they're very awesome. very herb friendly and very uh I mean, they're like revolutionary. People ask you, like, what, what happened to the public enemies, and what happened <laughs> to, you know, it's like you got your immortal technique, you got your, yeah, yep. you know, your dead prez. These are the people who are keeping that alive, and so shout out to them. And uh, yeah, yeah, Saturday, son of uh, son of reggae legend Peter Tosh, uh, Andrew Tosh actually opened that show 
on, Did he? on Friday. So it was oh, Andrew wow. Tosh, Dead Prez, and then Snoop. And I should just mention, uh, since that was on 419, at midnight, we planned a countdown to 420, which <laughs> was included a, ball drop. a balloon drop, balloon which drop. I got to actually make happen. I got to pull <laughs> the string that made the balloons fall on everybody. So, that was cool. That yeah, was a lot of fun. It was enjoyable. We got a great photo of that in the new issue that we're working on now, too. Yeah. Um, shout out to Kim Sidwell. Yes. Great photographer. That was just the beginning of the cup. It started Friday. Saturday, the floodgates opened at noon and Mm -hmm. 17,000 stoners invaded Exto. Mm -hmm. But that evening, uh, it was a pretty uh, epic event, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did our our panel as a free weed show. Of course, uh, we had some audio difficulties, so I don't know that we'll be putting that out as a show. But uh, we did that and then had to rush right over to Red Rocks which I should mention is an absolutely breathtaking uh, venue carved out of of stone. Just a natural rock formation. Yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. Everywhere you look, you see prehistoric, kind of like Fred Flintstone-y type stuff. And the sound sort of like reverberates off of the rock. It's really, really cool. And the light shows that they do on the rocks. I mean, it was amazing. That was my Um, first time there. Have you been before? I went once before, but not for a show. There was no concert. It was just open as a park. And you could just kind of walk up on stage, right? Yeah, it's a park. You can walk. Yeah, you can. People are running up and down the stairs for their workouts (laughs) and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely... Uh, legendary, breathtaking venue. Okay, so the venue um, was very cool, yeah, but the show, the show, why don't you tell us a little bit about what that show was? Well, it's the 420 Hot Box show. It was uh, sponsored by High Times Magazine and uh, um, Grow Life in Inc. And um, yeah, it was just amazing. Uh, the band, it was Tribal Seeds opened up the show. Then uh, our friends in Cypress Hill uh, planning to have Eric Bobo on the show on a future show, um, but they they performed incredibly um, that's when I got there, right before Cypress Hill went on, and that was just a fantastic performance by them. And then, of course, Slightly Stupid uh, headlined the show, and they were incredible. They showed up in a like a little mystery machine van that they that was hot boxed and smoked out, and yeah, smoke is sort of billowing out the, the <laughs> right. windows, and, and they, they jump come, out. They jump out of that, and, they, and then they head up. Uh, we, we had C Money on the show, uh, maybe our first show ever, maybe yeah, I believe first it was. or second show. Um, he was there, just you know. Him and the, those guys are just incredible. They put on such a great performance. They had great special guests. Yeah, Carl Denson Carl on sax is really cool. Yeah, um, I mean, actually, do you want to give them a little taste of uh, some of Cypress Hill? They did a bit of a weed medley. We could play a little bit if you'd like. Yeah, let's do that. That'd be awesome. Who wanna take a big hit? What? Of the good shit. Hey, with the big Cypress Everybody Hill. say hell yeah. I get high. Say hell yeah. We all get high. If you're having a fucking good time at the hot box at the Red Rocks tonight, goddammit. Yeah, y'all look beautiful tonight. Ain't this some shit? 420 in Denver, legalization in Colorado, what the fuck? I love it. All right, yeah, Cypress Hill, man. I love those guys. Um, I've been listening to them for over 20 years. I got to see one of their first shows ever uh, in New York City, opening for the Beastie Boys in like 1992, before their album ever even came out. So um, shout out to them. Be Real, Send Dog, um, Eric Bobo, 
Yeah, Mugs. very cool. And yeah. Slightly Stupid closed it out. Actually, the, uh, I got to go out a little early, and uh, Jen Bernstein, our managing editor, and I interviewed uh, Kyle and Miles from Slightly Stupid. Oh, so uh, that is going to be, a, I believe, a video coming up on the site soon, so check that out. They were super stoked to be part of this whole hot box party. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And our, our old friend Busy B was there at the at the Cup, and uh, Styles P on High Times Records. Oh, right. So Sunday, yeah. That uh, was Sunday right. after the award show. The award show, uh, Styles came out. He he didn't do uh, as long of a set as we would have liked. The the, the event center the needed us out. Us down. Uh, they kind of closed <laughs> us down in the middle of sorry, it, unfortunately. Sorry to but Styles, but, but he was great Styles, for about a half hour. Yeah, we went, we want to have him on a show. Um, coming up soon he was just on combat jack show which was great and uh he's on high times records and his new record float that he made with scram jones is absolutely incredible it celebrates 420 culture throughout the record shall we shall we give him a taste yeah let's play a little style OG Kush and some Girl Scout Cookies to turn my fucking world out Sour Diesel, cat piss haze So high I'm gone, I'll be back in days Light one, light two Keep lighting up if you like to I'm so high, I make a weed cloud skype you Mary Jane is that shit Take it to the face of the brain with that spliff Addicted to the loud, I'm insane with that shit Say fuck that, say fuck that, say fuck that Obviously, from what you just heard, is called uh, I Need Weed. So I need that's weed. Uh, off the new album, Float, by Styles P. Scram yeah. Jones is the producer on that. Ghost. Ghostini Styles. Thank you, sir. Very cool. I should also just mention one of the funnier things that happened uh, while we were out in Denver. So you and Nick, uh, Nico Escondido, our uh, cultivation editor, were supposed to go on stage at Red Rocks in front of all of those people and basically, uh, I guess, rev up the crowd. It was sort of um, ill-conceived. We didn't really have a solid plan. Maybe talk about the new website. I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, things get so crazy when you're running an event with 17,000 people, and then you have to go to this other event and do stuff there. So basically, uh, you you guys were supposed to go on at 7. Uh, Nick got to the venue around 9.30 or 10, and he came up to me very, very solemnly and said, listen, Mike, I, I, I just don't know how I feel about going up on stage tonight. And <laughs> I said, well, you don't have to worry about it, Nick. You're, you're three hours late. You missed it. It's done. It was supposed to be at <laughs> seven. So just seeing how, how like, uh, seriously he was taking it when he was – he missed it by a country mile. Yeah. So Well, I was there. You were right there. At 730. You were but, there, but we didn't, we didn't subject you to that. <laughs> anyway, no. uh, it was a great event. I had a great time, and like you said – we hope on some level that maybe something like this inspires people elsewhere to take that feeling home with them and change things where they live. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we, and we, we didn't mention all the nonprofits that were there, but, but you know, Normal, Normal Women's Alliance, um, Cash Hide Foundation, all these nonprofits were there. And, and the whole purpose is to get people to, to understand that um, our issue is important and um, people don't need to be suffering from marijuana prohibition anymore, and that's kind of what these cannabis cups do. I hope that's what Free Weed does, and you know that's basically been our mission. We're, we're we really are on a mission to legalize marijuana for everyone, you know, who's an adult and wants to use it. So, 
And then um, failing that, the mission is pretty much just to smoke the marijuana. Right. Those are the, <laughs> that's the A and until the B Until then, yeah. until that day, and then, you know, we'll do it in a more freedom-based fashion. But the, the point is, you know, Cannabis Cup is not just uh, one big, huge party. It is a big, huge party. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But it's also a... Uh, a motivational event. It's meant. It's meant to to plant seeds and get free weed everywhere. So um, definitely, if you were there, thanks for coming. Thanks Please. to the person who tweeted during that social media panel. Oh my God, I can't believe Danny Dapper is standing right in front of me. <laughs> I made him buy me a beer. Well, yeah, you gotta, <laughs> gotta use your pseudo celebrity for something. I would say, <laughs> get yeah, a beer out. Yeah, of shout out to all the people, all the free weed listeners who came up to me and got free stickers. Um, for free weed and and mention how much they enjoy the show. I really can't express to you how much I appreciate that. Um, we put it out there and we don't know really how it's received. We just see numbers on a screen. I mean, I can't express to people how how much it means to hear that they listen to the show and they learn something or it helped them to increase their yields or that it motivated them to start growing. It's it's absolutely you know it's humbling and it's it's mind blowing for me. And I really do appreciate it. So just walk right up and say hi. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm friendly. I won't bite. And I really do appreciate um, you guys' support and you guys' kind words when we're on the road. So keep that up. You might get a sticker too. Wow, there you, <laughs> you might go. even get some pot. Oh, <laughs> it really depends on how I'm feeling. Some free weed for some real. Some free weed. Yeah, yeah it so happens. It happens sometimes. You, you heard it here first. Feel free to invade Dan's private space <laughs> when you see him in public. Just go right up well, to him. And I wouldn't start go that far. But. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was yeah. the cup. Uh, thanks to everyone who participated, attended, and uh, enjoyed it. It was a great time for us. Yeah. Thanks to all my panelists. Thanks to everyone who attended that. I really do appreciate that. We will be back with. Aaron Justice from Buds and Roses, Cannabis Cup winner. All right, we're back and uh, we're talking with Aaron Justice from Buds and Roses. Um, First off, Aaron, congratulations on your wins and thank you for coming on the show. Hey, thank you, Danny. Thank you for having me. Right on. Great show. Cool, cool. Um, well, I guess we should start with uh, a little bit about your take on uh, the Denver Cup, how, you know, how that went for you guys. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, I thank High Times every time first because I just love that you guys are doing these events and they're getting better and better and more people celebrating legal cannabis or legal medical cannabis. And uh, I love it. It was wonderful. There were best of the best people in our industry were out there, you know, seed companies, even from Amsterdam. Uh, it was great. Glass makers. Just had a, just had a wonderful time. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Right on. And you, you, and you've, uh, you participated in the LA cups before as well, right? Yeah, definitely. And it's always a great way. We always get a booth and meet new patients and, uh, talk to people and it's, yeah, it's just a blast. So we did the LA, We'll be in San Francisco, and it's really just part of our uh, part of our collective. <laughs> nice, part of something we do. Cool. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about um, Buds and Roses. I guess you can you can start wherever you want, but um, you guys are in Los Angeles, and basically you kind of specialize in really true connoisseur quality cannabis, right? Yeah. So we're in Los Angeles. We're in the San Fernando Valley in Studio City. Uh, we're on Ventura Boulevard 
We've been here seven years. We were one of the first dispensaries in LA, the 17th one registered with the city. And um, yeah, we, we specialize in, I mean, we have prices all over the board, but we do have some of the best in the state, um, high quality veganics that a lot we produce in house, um, even even strains exclusively from Subcool. You can get his flowers, his personal organic flowers here and only here in LA and, and things like that. Um, Hash, the best hash makers, concentrate makers. Um, we just really want to bring our patients a clean, high-quality product, and we focus on that, and we also focus on being educational, professional, follow good ethics, a good neighbor, involved with the community. We just really believe in this business, and we really um, want to see it uh, thrive and become legitimate because we still have major problems here in L.A., and uh, that's, that's, that's our goals. And that's what we kind of stick to. And speaking of that, this is a Mike here, Aaron. Uh, speaking of those problems in L.A., uh, is there a particular uh, measure that you're going to support when the? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I actually just left um, the local UFCW 770 um, hall where we had our meeting with Asa and Guaca, and um, we sub- we are part of Yes on D. Um, that is the in No on F. And D is um, the city attorney wrote it. A lot of politicians that are behind it. It's basically a really good starting point where all the ones that have been here for seven years um, that have paid their taxes, followed certain rules, um, stay a thousand feet from schools and and other regulations, they're allowed to first get uh, to get limited immunity. So it's not it's not a permit. It's not a license. We're still waiting for the state to do what they do in Colorado and Washington and Arizona and regulate from the state down. But in the meantime, it would give us limited immunity. So we're for yes on D, no on F. You can learn about that at yesondla.org. And um, we're actually having a fundraiser next Thursday at the John Lovitz Theater in Universal, um, which they were kind enough to donate to us for this fundraiser. And we have Billy Idol. Yeah, that's the one with Billy Idol, right? Yeah, he's, I saw he's that a, on he's, Facebook. He's a big supporter. He's doing this for free right before he goes on to his tour, and um, he's the headliner. We got Tommy Chong coming out. Nice. He's going to do a skit with Kyle Cushman, <laughs> cool. comedian. Wow. So yes, on DLA next Thursday, John Lovett's Theater, May 9th. Yeah. Um, so anybody, anybody in the Los Angeles area, check that out. And um, one thing yeah. that I noticed about um, the way you do what you do, also that I'm very impressed with is. Is you're not just a dispensary owner or, or, or you know, that guy. You're an activist. You actually go and go to these meetings. You work with ASA and all of these organizations um, in order to ensure that that you're allowed to continue doing what you're doing. But um, you're kind of in the minority when it comes to you know the, the people who do that. And so I do really appreciate that. You know, it's obvious that you care more about. J- more about the plant than just making money and and I don't know if you'd yeah. like to men- speak on that at all yeah definitely um, I was an advocate first um, maybe 15 years ago I used to have a company called Jware we participated in some cannabis cups in Amsterdam actually won an award I remember Jware I think for <laughs> right on I, I didn't realize you were involved with that but I do remember that that company so cool man that's awesome yeah, that was that was me and uh, <laughs> Wareham Clothing Company, and um, that's where I got to know a lot of people like Jack Hare. Uh, that's where I met Kyle Cushman when he first got his job at High Times. So yeah, I've always been an advocate. 
I'm going to continue to be an advocate. I care a lot about the patients and people's rights. And um, when you say the minority, it's true. Um, there's few of us here in L.A., but there are some, and we're all pretty much if we're pre-ICO dispensaries, which ones that were registered by September of 2007, most of the advocates are all part of GWACA, and that's the Greater Los Angeles Collective Alliance, and we're the ones who partnered with the union, partnered with ASA, and so if anybody's out there, please try to support your local GWACA shops. Um, oh, yeah, that is uh, and, uh, supported by Americans yeah. for Safe Access uh, LA, right? Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Right on. And I actually I had the pleasure of visiting Buds and Roses on our last trip to Los Angeles, and it, it I mean it's in, it's great. It's an incredible. Uh, you know, incredibly professional, um, you know, dispensary. And I just, I really do appreciate uh, you you taking, going the extra mile on things like that. Um, tell me a little okay. bit, uh, yeah, tell me a little bit about this um, collaboration with Banff Extractions. You, you, you actually took third place in mixed hash with a solventless, uh, lemon OG solventless right. hash. Yeah, um, Harold, uh Banff Extractions. He's a member of our collective. We work very close together. Um, we wish we could bring more solventless to the world, but it takes a really fresh trim. It, it, it's um, the yields are nowhere near what they are with BHO, um, and but it creates such an amazing product. Uh, product. So we're just continuing to try to m- develop the solventless method so that. Um, we can get more yields, we can have more product to make more without jeopardizing any of the quality or cleanliness of it. And yeah, it was a great honor to beat out all those butane extracted <laughs> um, concentrates with our solvent list where you're just using cold water. I mean, it, that was great. Yeah, I mean, I, I was really impressed by that because like you said, it, it's tough when you're up against things that are testing in the 70 and 80 percentile in THC. Yeah. Um, to win with something that you know might be in the 60s, um, yeah, but it looks has like that one was at a 58.75, which is right. awesome. And, yeah. and but maintained uh, that lemon OG flavor, which I think is so important. And and you know for medical patients too, it's like you know inevitably oh, you know you're going to appreciate solventless automatically just yeah. because it's it, you know it's you know it's you know it's it it's only had ice water. There's nothing else possible you know that's added. So. That's great. Yeah. Big fan of the solvent list myself personally, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I do appreciate it. Um, the other thing is, as you mentioned, veganics. I mean, you guys kind of are, you know, you, Tyler, uh, Cushman, you guys are kind of at the forefront of that. We should definitely mention, um, you know, you got the second place tie for the veganic strawberry coffee. I mean, that was Cushman Genetics, but you guys, uh, yeah. you guys are kind uh-huh. of like an exclusive uh, or quasi-exclusive retailer of, of that, which we love that strain, and, and that tested really high. We mentioned it earlier in the uh, rundown that we did of the cup. Um, tell me a little bit about the Veganic Girl Scout cookies, the first, you know, cup yeah. cup winner, uh, U.S. cup winner <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, the the Girl Scout cookies, it was an amazing, um, it, it, you know, it's supposedly the platinum cut um, from Oakland, so maybe it's the original, maybe it's not. I don't really know. We just know it's a really good genetic. Um, we got it from Oakland. We grew it. Now, it didn't yield that much. Um, it was really finicky. We had problems, but the end result was so, we were so happy with the end result. Um, and even though it's not like one of our strains through Cushman Genetics, which would be like Starberry or Alpha Dog or Cherry Lopez, 
um, we, we felt, you know, we had to, had to enter, and it just turned out so well. And um, that's basically what we did. And now we have clones available at the store. Wow. And a lot of people say, you know, that's, they, they thank us for offering that to the patients. I guess a lot of people would win with the strain and try to keep it to themselves. And we're trying to spread that love around. So um, you can get the finished product at our shop. You can get um, concentrates made from it and the clone if you want to grow it yourself. Oh, that's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Um, and, 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 um, you mentioned a little about Cushman Genetics, and that's, you know, Kyle's been working with certain strains for years, and basically our head cultivator, Tyler Wadley, and myself uh, had teamed up with Cushman um, years ago, and we've just been developing new strains, and we've offered them to our patients, but we're ready to um, launch seeds and clones, um, which hopefully by the end of the year, we'll release our first batch of seeds. Right on. Oh, that's awesome. And those will, and th- yeah. those will be available over the counter for patients at at Buds and Roses. Yep, at Buds and Roses, and um, hopefully elsewhere. Cool. Hopefully elsewhere. We're trying to expand that. And right I, I want to hear a little bit more. You mentioned that our former colleague Kyle Cushman was going to do a skit with Tommy Chong at this fundraiser. What's yeah. that about? <laughs> yeah. So you're going to see more of Cushman and Tommy together. Um, actually, we've. We've partnered up with Tommy, and we're helping him um, with veganics and high CBD strains. And um, so we, we have a good relationship there. And one of the first things we're doing publicly is, yeah, this little skit for Yes on D. And, and uh, it's, it's, it's something new for Cushman, but um, I think he can handle it. So he'll be there. I bet he can, uh, yeah. Debut <laughs> comedy performance. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, how can people find out more about Buds and Roses? Um, is there a website? Yeah, yeah you, can, um, you can go to our website, budsandrosesla.com. Um, it's a little outdated. Uh, we do a lot more stuff on, say, Instagram, or you can find us at Buds and Roses, or Facebook, um, either under Buds and Roses, the letter N, or Buds and Roses Collective is our page. And, of course, uh, Twitter at Buds and Roses LA, and that's a good way to keep up when we try to keep the information flowing and fresh. And or you can visit us, Studio City on Ventura Boulevard, 13235 Ventura Boulevard. All right, everybody, be sure to check that out. And, you know, we have the uh, the next cup coming up in San Francisco in June. Will we be seeing you out there? Oh, yeah, we'll be there. I think we'll have our first booth at the San Francisco Cup. And uh, we'll, we'll be entering um, some different products from Cushman Genetics um, and Buds and Roses and possibly Private Stock LA, which is uh, another company we're working on. So wow. we will be there. Right on. And let's, let's give people, um, especially people that are near the Los Angeles area, the information about that, uh, um, that event that you were talking about with Billy yeah. Idol and Tommy Chong. Yep, uh, so it's at the John Lovitz Theater. It is in Universal, at Universal Studios. So most people know where that is. And it'll be from 6.30 to 9.30 next Thursday, I believe, May 9th. May 9th. Uh, Billy Idol's the headliner. <laughs> Tommy Chong and Cushman will be doing a skit and other comedians and entertainment. And it should be a good time, really right, good time. Great. That's great. That's the first that I've heard that uh, Billy Idol is a supporter of, of our cause. So that's really great. I really appreciate that, you know, uh, 
white white widow. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much, Aaron. Congr- congratulations on your victories. Congratulations to your whole crew. And I, I know you mentioned that on stage too. It's not just you, um, Tyler, Kyle. You know the trimmers, the everybody else, everybody um, who who works with you guys and and uh, supports you guys. So. Um, Thanks, thanks for what you do, and congratulations on your wins. And I will see you in June. Is it the twenty second and twenty third? Twenty second, twenty third. June twenty second and twenty third at the Craneway Pavilion in San Francisco. Um, we'll see you there. So thanks a lot. Hey, very cool, Danny. Let me give one more shout out for Cushman. Um, he will be releasing Vega Matrix. Well, him and our team. Um, but he developed it, Vega Matrix Nutrients, in September, and that's our veganic nutrients that we've been using in-house for the last couple of years. We'll be releasing them to the public. So awesome. be on the lookout for that also, and we'll see you guys at the Cup. Awesome. All Thanks. Right. Take care. See you there. All right, guys. All right, and we will be back. Thank you to Aaron from Buds and Roses. We'll be back with our cultivation segment, and uh, talk to you then. Hey, you guys, as always, Free Weed is brought to you by BC Northern Lights. Now, what do they do? They make a premier grow box, several different options, also with touchscreen controls, all kinds of -of state-of-the-art stuff. Everything's automated. Everything is simple. And you can have Free Weed yourself at home with these grow boxes. They've got uh, deals for Free Weed listeners, too. So if you mention the show, you mention Danny Danko, you mention Free Weed, you mention Mike Hughes... They charge you more. (laughs) They charge you more if you mention Mike Hughes, so don't do that. But mention the show, and you will get $100 off shipping, um, some free nutrients for six months, all kinds of deals that they have. BCNorthernLights.com and BC Northern Lights at 888-236-1266. Toll free. Get yourself a grow box and some seeds, and you'll never have to buy pot again. Call them. All right, we are back. Thank you to Aaron Justice of Buds and Roses, and this is the cultivation segment. This is the cultivation segment. It starts with the strain of the week. It always does. Episode 37, strain of the week. (laughs) This is one that you're really proud of, right? Sage and Sour. Yeah. TH Seeds. This is uh, Adam's uh, interesting rendition of our uh, combination of our local uh, New York Sour sour Diesel with his uh, legendary Sage, which is the Sativa afghani genetic equilibrium strain that uh, they developed way back in the 90s i would have called it sour and sage i like sage and sour like sweet and sour it just rolls off the tongue better okay uh it won the 2004 high times cannabis cup in amsterdam uh sativa right in the sativa sativa category category. yeah it's a great sativa actually um for something that doesn't have that traditional uh haze or whatever like all that most of the sativas in holland uh tend to have that uh, Neville's haze or that super silver haze or the NL5 haze and so it's nice to have a sativa that uh, doesn't have that occasionally you know like a Cali mist or a strawberry cough. Now people people might be wondering how you come up with a sativa when you're crossing with sour diesel how does something like that work? Well it's a hybrid clearly you know it's going to be if we had the hybrid category back then this would be a perfect candidate to fall right in there because it's got uh, the unique musky taste 
of the sage, but it's got the strength and the lemony punch that you get from the uh, real deal sour diesel, you know, that lasting high. So we're talking maybe a 70-30 split there? Yeah, or even closer to 60-40, kind of. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. or so even 50-50, yeah, real right in the hybrid uh, category, which if we had it back in 04, um, this would be a perfect candidate for that. Um, if you're growing it, you want to uh, devote a bit more time to the vegetating stage of growth. Uh, if, as long as you do that, you'll, you will get higher yields. Uh, and it's perfect for deep water culture or large containers indoors. And if you're going to do outdoors, you know, full sun and really deep holes um, with a nice, uh, nice vegetating time, at least a, a month or two uh, minimum outdoors and indoors, if you're going to use a five-gallon container, I would give you, you know, like about a month vegging time. All things being equal, would you grow this one indoors or outdoors? I mean, I love to, I love the way it grows outdoors, but it is. I mean, it is developed for indoor growing, sixty to sixty-five day flowering time. Um, so uh, it's hard to choose. I mean, um, I I would prefer to grow it outdoors my, myself in full sun and really deep uh, deep holes and and uh, you know lots and lots of water and, and compost and. Um, that kind of way. All that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If people want to know. In the book, you wrote uh, that it has high yields of super spicy nuggets. Super spicy nuggets. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what gave it the win in that uh, in the sativa category, because it's got that um, very kind of uh, sandalwood kind of flavor from the sage. And then, um, you know, on the back end, it's got that lemon uh, diesel kind of strength so so if they want to grow it out where do they go how do they get this uh thseeds.com uh has a lot of information about it and uh seedsman.com s-e-e-d-s-m-a-n they're celebrating their 10th uh, anniversary i know they sell uh th seeds i'm sure attitude uh does as well so uh you know there's a number of different places you can purchase them but if you want the the correct information about them go to thseeds.com very cool. All right. So what do you say uh, we move on to our cultivation tip of the irregular time period or the fortnight or whatever we're calling it these days? Uh, what do you have for us this time? Uh, I was wanted to talk about perpetual harvesting. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people kind of try and don't really succeed with this. Um, there's a number of things that you have to take into account. The most important one is scheduling. You really have to write everything down. You have to really know how long things take, and it takes a while to dial this in with any particular strain. Because they have different uh, growth patterns, you really have to get to know a strain to know exactly how many days you want to veg it for, uh, when you want to switch the timing on it so that it starts flowering, uh, how long it's going to flower for before it's finished, and you always have to har factor in you know, your harvesting time uh, drying and harvesting time as well. So all of that can't be done without a really good schedule, a very good calendar that um, tells you what day you did what. Uh, take, you have to take copious notes if you want to pull this off and have you know a harvest every month or every couple of weeks or that sort of thing. It's, it's a lot of work, uh, but if you can dial it in. Um, the key also to this is mother plants and cloning. It's really hard to do uh, any kind of perpetual situation when you're growing from seeds every time because uh, the plants will behave a little bit differently every time and uh, basically you know germination times are slightly different there's a lot of factors when growing from seed that uh, that come into play but if you if you can 
become successful at growing out mother plants in their vegetative stage and taking clone uh, clones from the plants and rooting them in a specific time period. And I would allow yourself uh, about two weeks to get roots popped out enough to start your real vegetative growth stage. Um, so there's two weeks for that. A lot of times people break this up into two-week segments, and that's, I think, a great way um, to do it, either by four-week segments or two-week segments. So you've got your two weeks that a plant that your clones are rooting. Then you're going to have the clones you just rooted before that um, two weeks prior that are going to be at their two-week vegging stage. And then you've got two weeks later, you've got month-old vegging rooted clones that are now ready to begin their flowering process. And then two weeks later than that, you have uh, more plants and, and they're going to be in the first two, you know, basically the two weeks into flowering and so on, right up until you get to harvesting. And having all of these plants in all of these different stages is really, it's a lot of work um, because as you're harvesting, you're cloning, and as you're um, moving plants from one section to another, uh, they're constantly, it's like a, um, uh, what's that called at a factory where you, you know it's like a conveyor belt a, a conveyor belt kind of thing as they're, they're moving along from the youngest to the oldest in a grow room you may need more than one uh light in order to pull this off um uh, a long row is perfect because you can move the plants along in stages and you can get an idea of of where each stage is at um so cloning is important having mother plants healthy um at the times that you need them is very important with enough shoots to uh, pull this process off. Um, the timing is really crucial to pulling off perpetual harvesting. Um, like I said, it's a lot of work, but you, you have less plants in each stage of growth. And as they're moving along, uh, they're taking up more and more space. So uh, the younger plants don't need c nearly as much space as the older plants. And so um, you have to demote, devote more and more space for the plants that are in their flowering stage and have built up branches and are starting to grow, um, you know, starting to form flowers and really fill out. Those are going to take up much more space than the plants that have only been vegetating for two weeks or three weeks. So, I mean, basically, that's the, that's the basics behind the perpetual harvest. It's really something you have to dial in. But I have heard of people um, harvesting every two weeks and as they're harvesting, they're putting in their clones and, and, and they have it going so that it's just a nonstop uh, perpetual harvest. And if you're willing to put in the work that it takes to do that, uh, it can be very, very rewarding. Uh, it's also more of a full-time job and less of a hobby at that point, but uh, maybe that's what you're looking for. So um, that's how you pull off the perpetual harvest, in my opinion. Now, you've been around. You've seen a lot of grow ops. Uh, what's the model of uh, perpetual harvest that you've seen? Is there one that really stands out in your head? Well, I think, you know, just long rows. I think th there was a couple in Massachusetts that showed me uh, how you can really make it work. Uh, they're not they're not there anymore uh, now, so I guess I can mention that. But they had a really uh, efficient perpetual harvesting system going um, with plants in all different stages of growth and in different spaces. And, and uh, like I said, it, it, it was a lot of work for them, but, um, but they were able to produce you know, a large amount of um, medical marijuana for their patients.
All right, shout out to your home state, Massachusetts. Very cool. Okay, so that was the tip. That is Perpetual Harvest. Uh, you could probably read more about that on hightimes.com, although I'm not really sure. So check that out if you'd like. Uh, let's move on to my favorite part of the show. Uh, people who listen to this show regularly know that we like to ask Dan questions, and he answers them on air. If you have a question for Dan that you would like him to answer, you could contact us at freeweed at hightimes.com. The other way to get us is by uh, or on Twitter at Danny Danko, at MyQs underscore, and uh, hashtag FreeWeedWorks as well. So let's get right to it. What do you say? Absolutely. All right. Our first question is from Mike, and Mike writes, I'm in the process of switching to a homemade deep water culture system, and I was wondering where the water level should be. Should the water level touch the bottom of the pot, completely submerging the roots, or should the roots be about three-quarters to half away less submerged? That is a good question, and you're right on both counts, actually, because when at the beginning, uh, when the roots have not reached out beyond the cup that they are uh, um, stored in, you're going to want the water level to be as high as the cup so that the roots can reach the water. Um, you want you want to oxygenate that water very much so as well, and that'll also create moisture in the air for the roots um, as the bubbles burst at the surface. And as the plant grows, you can gradually lower the water level. The only problem is the bigger the plant gets, the more water it's going to take up. So um, you can lower the the water level to you know about halfway down once the roots are uh, long enough to reach the bottom of the container. Um, that wouldn't hurt because it's nice to have a lot of oxygen for the roots as well. Um, the only issue is you got to maintain the water level so it doesn't get uh, below halfway down and really start to uh, maybe dry out your roots. So and that's what I would say. You just basically adjust the level down as the roots uh, continue to grow um, with a conscious effort not to let the level get too far down, always replenishing with uh, nutrient solution or plain water if uh, if the nutrients very strong. All right, cool. Hopefully that helps you out, Mike, and good luck with that. Uh, next question comes from Grant. Grant writes, uh, love the free weed podcast. I learn something every time. Keep them coming. Well, thank you, Grant. Nice. Um, he has two auto-flowering questions. The first one, if auto-flowering plants are started with T5 lights, when should they be switched over to HID lights? And is this something, uh, is this also the optimum time to switch from vegetative newts to flowering newts? Okay, well, you're talking about the transition between uh, vegging and, f and flowering, which with autoflowers occurs automatically. Uh, it's really up to you when you want to switch the lights. I would say when you begin the flowering process, typically with autoflowers, they get about. Um, eight inches to a foot tall and then automatically start flowering so that that's their transition time that's a time when you can switch over to uh, high intensity discharge lighting uh, preferably uh, high pressure sodium lighting for that you could use metal halides as well or you could keep them under the t5s if you wanted to uh, save money and 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 produce less heat you you'll get smaller buds but um, autoflowers tend to fill out pretty well anyway so that's the time to switch to the HIDs is right when they you start to see them uh, slow down their uh, sh shoots at growth and begin to flower. And that's also the time you transition them from uh, vegetative newts, which are high in nitrogen, to flowering newts, um, higher in phosphorus and potassium. So 
uh, yeah, and as the flowers begin to start forming, you can boost those nutrient levels up a bit as well. Um, you want to start off mild when you do first make the switch because you're not really forming flowers for a, a week or two um, as the m plant makes that transition. All right, that makes sense. And now Grant has a follow-up on the autoflowering. Uh, he wonders, is pinching and fimming, which is a fuck I missed, thing, <laughs> uh, an advantageous procedure to conduct on autoflowering plants? And, of course, the answer is no. Right. I don't recommend any kind of pruning techniques with autoflowering plants because they tend to stay so um, kind of short and stocky. They do, um, they do flower automatically. I mean, that's what gives them their name. So... Um, every every shoot that you pinch off uh, early on would have formed into a bud later. So, and especially if you're going to take the top uh, top shoot off, it, the plant doesn't really have enough time uh, of a vegetating cycle to uh, kind of rebound from from those type of things that you would want to do if you were growing a plant from clones or seeds in order to make it more bushy. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it with autoflowering. Uh, maybe there's certain ones that are being developed now, like the uh, haze autoflower from Dynafem, and certain ones that grow a bit taller that might benefit from it. But uh, it would have to be pretty early in their growth, in the f within the first couple of weeks or so of uh, their their growth, and really no later than that. I don't think you would benefit from it with autoflowering plants. All right, makes sense to me. So, Grant, uh, remember to make that transition to the HIDs and the different nutrients when you start to see your plants flower. Hopefully that helps you out. And finally, we have a question from Salsa Verde. Hmm. Dear Danny Danko, uh, virtually every nutrient product I've seen has instructions on the label noting to store them in dark places. They aren't kept in dark, in dark places at grocery stores. So what up with that? <laughs> does this lead to degradation of the products? And does it lessen the effectiveness if stored in non-dark areas? Um, well, the short answer is yes, it does. Um, any exposure to light um, will degrade nutrients. And so, uh, you know, obviously the, the fluorescent lighting that's inside um, a grow shop that's pretty far away from uh, the nutrients isn't going to do nearly as much harm as keeping your nutrients out in your grow room where uh, you have high intensity discharge lighting that's much hotter and much uh, more bright. So you're going to do a lot more damage if you leave newts laying around in your room, in your grow room, than it would on the shelf at a grow shop. But if the sun is shining into the grow shop and hitting, you know, that nutrient display, it will do damage. And so, um, you know, preferably there's a few nutrients that they have as display, and then they have, uh, you know, there are other nutrients kept in a cool, dark place or even still wrapped up in the cardboard or the packaging that they received them in and then put out on the shelves on a, on a you know, on a need-to-do need basis. Um, I've definitely seen shops that have had old nutrients sitting around for days and days and months and months, and that's not optimal. So. Um, that is a good question. You can't control what happened to them when they were in the shop, but at least once you get them home, um, certainly don't keep them in your grow room exposed to high-intensity discharge lighting. And, and I suppose you could ask at the grow store if they have uh, another, you know, supply in the back that might be in a cool, dark place. Yeah, like it's that, not so. a bad idea to ask them for, you know, if if you, if you like something that's on the shelf, if they have it in the back kept uh, stored properly. 
All right, cool. Well, thank you, Salsa Verde. Very good questions. Uh, again, if you have a question for Dan that you'd like him to answer on the show, you could contact us at freeweed at hightimes.com and also on Twitter at Danny Danko, at MyQs underscore if you are desperate, and of course, hashtag freeweed. Uh, that wraps up the cultivation segment. What do you say we take a little break, come back, and put a bow on it? Let's do it. Wrap it up with raw. Episode 37, almost done here. Um, Our work is nearly done, Dan. We did the cup recap for mm-hmm. Denver. We did. Uh, we talked about the winners. We talked about the panel. Uh, thank you to Aaron Justice from Buds and Roses. Definitely check them out. He if sounded you're... elated, didn't he? Yeah. I he mean, really he's still cup. He's still uh, kind of like in the after glow of uh, of taking the prizes. I mean, he is and... the man who won the first ever High Times U.S. Cannabis Cup for for pot that's yeah. pretty impressive yeah and and you know with a great team on board tyler kyle cushman uh you know everybody that works there was very professional that's that they you know like i said that's a place for connoisseurs um so check them out buds and roses los angeles speaking of kyle he's going to be doing a skit with tommy chong and speaking of tommy chong we have something to give away yeah we had him on the show uh with paris a couple of fortnights ago and they have provided us with uh, Cheech and Chong's animated movie. This is a Blu-ray disc of Cheech and Chong's animated movie. This takes some of the best uh, skits and, and brings them to life with animation. Um, there's all animation. Kinds of, yeah, there's special features on here. Uh, commentary from Cheech and Chong. Okay, so that that seems interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, what's the idea here? It's, it's the, the old classic uh, comedy act, mm-hmm. and it's set to new animation. Yeah, yeah, Dave's not here, man, and let's make a dope deal and all the great, uh, great skits and, and uh, yeah, with the animation and all kinds of cool new features. So we're going to give one of these away. Let's give five of them away. Okay. All right. Let's give five of them away, but let's pick... Uh, how we how are we going to do it? I, I, no one's commenting on the SoundCloud, so that I want really, people... really, really angers me. Uh, some people do, <laughs> a couple people do, but I want comments on SoundCloud. So okay. if people go to this episode 37 on SoundCloud... I mean, sound, <laughs> sound, cl- SoundCloud, SoundCloud, and make a comment right uh, now. Yeah, write a comment because you could comment at certain in times. There. Yeah, good or bad or indifferent. We're gonna try to pick a funny one. Tell us why you think you deserve five. to win a copy of the Cheech and Chong animated movie. Yes, and we will decide who to give them to. Yeah. Uh, also, if people want to purchase this Cheech and Chong animated movie, where do they go for that? Uh, the website is cheechandchonganimated.com, so you can check that out. And there's yeah. also information on Cheech and Chong, uh, the Twitter account, at Cheech and Chong. So right look on. at that. Okay. Cool. So, well, yeah, so hopefully you'll win one of these uh, these Blu-ray. Blue, it's just Blu-ray, not it DVD. It says Blu-ray right? disc. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm don't. not sure if that plays in a DVD player or what, but... Uh, I don't have a, a Blu-ray player. Your DVD player might play this. I don't know. Really? How about the kids out there know. I have the no kids idea. know. All right. Yeah, I watch everything on Netflix and cable. Fancy HBO Go. You don't, you don't have the uh, okay. Yeah, the anyway. Roku, the Hulu, the Hulu. Yeah, YouTube's. The YouTube's. That's the plural. <laughs> That's for the uh, the gentleman over. Speaking 40. of which, we're gonna put an ad uh, eventually for free weed on YouTube uh, once Mike gets around to making one, 
Um, everybody's... Are you calling me out on the show? <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, that's where the kids are, man. Wow. Let's, let's find them and teach them to grow weed. Wow. The over 18 ones. Yeah. I, kids, I just got a homework assignment from Dan. <laughs> that yeah. sucks. Right oh, on. Well, I guess I'll just stay at work this weekend. Well, we're wrapping it up with raw. We did the cultivation. We did the buds and roses. We did the cup recap. Um, anything in the news we should mention? Maryland. Like Maryland. Yeah, shout out to Maryland. Did we already talk about that? Did we? I, I don't know if we like, did, but let's just say, like, you know, awesome. Thanks, Maryland. Yeah. Good job, Maryland. Medical marijuana state number 19. Number 19 plus the District of Columbia, so that's impressive. Uh, also, uh, another thing, if you're not on SoundCloud, you don't listen to the show on SoundCloud, you listen on uh, you know, Stitcher or you listen on uh, your podcasts on your iPhone or your uh, diddly bopper or whatever. I just got a new diddly bopper. <laughs> the five. Uh, send a tweet to Cheech and Chong at Cheech and Chong, fully spelled out, word and. Um, send a tweet to Cheech and Chong. Uh, tell them freeweed, hashtag freeweed, and at Danny Danko sent you. And that'll help us with the, uh, the Cheech and Chong folks. Um, follow them at Cheech and Chong. And that'll maybe, help us with them? Yeah, we'll, we'll pick a couple of those. Like, to, are we in trouble? Are they going to no. take our thumbs? Oh, come on. No. No, okay. they're, they're mellow. They're, they're mellow. very mellow. All right, good. Uh, but we can, uh, we can get them some followers at their Twitter and tell them freeweed sent you. Tell them Danny Danko at freeweed or uh, at Danny Danko, hashtag freeweed sent you. And we'll pick a couple of those to send some of these DVDs to also, or these Blu-rays. So You know what that. I've noticed is that these raps are just getting longer and longer. Yeah, the, the intro was pretty long too. Yeah. This is a long show. Yeah. Hopefully you guys stuck around. Well, you want a Blu-ray. Since we only put them out every fortnight, hopefully they did stick around. It's the, yeah. Fortnight. It's a fortnight. <laughs> All right, well... Uh, that was the wrap up with raw segment of the show. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Episode 37. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for sharing the show. Okay. Yeah. Free weed. Danny Danko. Mike Hughes. We're out. Only but a goodie. Can I read this like Vin Scully? She's an only but a goodie. <laughs> Continuing the unique musky taste of the sage. But that, with that... the strength and lemony punch of the real deal sour diesel out of NYC. You should have written it better. <laughs> oh, that is piss poor of me. I phoned this one in. Gosh. Yeah, it's really bad. She's an oldie, but a goodie. <laughs> Having one. <laughs> Have you Some seen water. her in deep water culture? <laughs> and lemony punch. <laughs> lemony punch? Like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Jackass. You can't put audio of me bad-mouthing my own fucking writing and book on the air waves. <laughs>